the Jericho Network on Westwood One. Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. All right, welcome to Talk is Jericho, the pot of thunder and rock and roll. And the remedy for boredom has arrived, and you're going to be laughing today because we got Carrot Top here live from Las Vegas. I sat down with him after his show in his inner sanctum dressing room, and we had a blast. He's, he's a hilarious guy, prop comedian extraordinaire. If you haven't seen him, you got to go. He's got a lot of famous fans, rock star fans, uh, and that's because he treats his show like a rock concert. Uh, speaking of, he's got great stories about visiting Queen drummer Roger Taylor's castle in London, uh, hanging out with Vinnie Paul backstage, all the ridiculous prop ideas that he has. Carrot uh, uh, Top's also talking about how he got his name, his mentor Gallagher, and what it was like doing all those late night talk show appearances and who his favorite late night talk show host was. He's also talking about his own reality TV show appearance. He was on Star Search back in the day. Remember that? Ed McMahon's Star Search, Sinbad, Bobby Brown. He didn't win, though, uh, but he was mistaken for the singer of Simply Red. <laughs> he got it ridiculous. He became best friends with Ed McMahon. What? And the one time he worked with WWE and wait till you hear his Ric Flair impression. It's priceless. Talk is Jericho. Okay, so we're in the inner sanctum. We, know, we are, really. In the, <laughs> in the bowels of the Luxor. Yeah. In my dressing room. Carrot Toff's dressing room, but He's downstairs. He's a black guy. What happened? Oh, man, it's tricks of the trade. Is that, yeah? Yeah, I got kicked in the face. Yeah, See, I don't ever have that. You don't see a comedian with a black eye. Like, you don't. Oh, my God, what happened? It's, it's a, a rough crowd tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some guy jumps on stage with, this yeah. joke suck. Yeah. I hate. I always worry about that. I hate the Hillary Clinton pantsuit yeah. bikini. Nice, nice, nice. Right? You did see the show. I, I nice did watch it, actually. I did. I did. I saw it the whole time. I said that for the sixth time. Can you get uh, yeah, some yeah, new yeah. material, I please? Do, bitch. Ever I made all new stuff man. every time. But Always. the first time I was down here was um, was I, I can't remember if I was with Vinnie Paul, but I remember you had a symbol up this right there, the Pantera yeah, yeah, symbol. Yeah, yeah. And Vinnie Paul's favorite comedian in the entire world is he was just here last year too. Yeah, really. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It, it is bizarre when it comes down to uh, what people when you run into people that uh, in the in the business that you find out they're fans of yours, right? Mutual um, respect, right? Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, it really is. It, it sounds silly, and, but you know, the other night we had uh, Vince Neil came and mm-hmm. sang Vince Neil for your and, birthday, and uh, and Rascal Flatts showed up and sang Happy Birthday. So it's like one of those nights, like people are always like, "Well, come on, you're you, you're used to this." And I said, "No, I'm never not. I always am not." You know, Shania Twain shows up, and she came. It was great. She came to the show, and she's like, "Don't." Uh, I didn't met, had not met her yet. She they, her people. Right. Said, don't uh, don't uh, call her out. Don't like you know whatever. Like it's you tonight. And don't give her a shout out. Right. Don't give a shout out until let her know people are here. And then it actually wants to just be low key. So I do the the crown shot with the thing where I bring the crown out. She's the first one standing, going, give me a shot. Like literally. <laughs> so I'm like, here's a shot of crown. I didn't say Shania Twain, but she was standing completely like, I want a right. shot of crown. And after she came back, she's like, oh my god, your show is so funny. <laughs> and we just became like best friends. So. And by the way, like there was a time where she was, and, and maybe even still now, but the hottest girl ever. Oh, she's beyond beautiful. Seriously. Like from Timmins, Ontario. Uh, I'm no, Canadian. Oh, I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah, I do know that. Yeah, I do. I've Canadian done my research, man. You know. yeah. But from Timmins, Ontario, Shania Twain, that's she's like, still hot. that's no, no, unbelievably she's, no, she's crazy. Still hot. No, she's still hot. Seriously. Yeah. She came back and she's still She's smoking still hot. hot and sweet on top of it, yeah. But you're you're a rock guy because your act is. That's why I like like your yeah. actor from the start. It's very much based around rock and roll and I music. And I love music. And you know, when I first started doing comedy, it was always funny. I always wanted to. I always wanted to, when I went and saw comedy when I was a kid or not kid. I was in I was in college, but 
I was first time I was ever at a comedy club. I liked comedy as a kid, but when the first comedy club I went to, I kept thinking, you know, it's funny to watch it. I love the idea of the performance, but at the end of it, I wanted to be like you're at a concert. I mm-hmm. wanted you to feel like you're at a comedy club. I wanted you to leave with a bang. And so when I started doing comedy, I came up with this idea of doing all the rock stuff at the end, and not just at the end, but during the show too. Sure. So the whole show is full of music and full of uh, sound effects, sound effects, clips, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to. It started out just one thing, and then it slowly evolved into this whole thing now, um, which is great because you, there's, there's not, there's never one thing that I can say I can put that in my show right now. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to put a picture tonight. If I didn't have time because I just. When I came to the show tonight, they sh- someone showed me a picture of uh, Iron Maiden's plane landing right. at Nevada. Yeah, at today, the, at the, at in the Vegas, airport. yeah. And I was like, oh my God. It's the first thing I thought of was like, I got to work harder. I got to get a plane hang, right? <laughs> so so I'm thinking to Jeff, I said, get that, and we'll put that in the show. Like tonight when I said Iron Maiden's playing here, and the whole crowd went nuts, which was cool. I didn't think a lot of crowd, Maiden fans were the here. Crowd, my crowd, my old crowd would know Iron Maiden. <laughs> but then again, I said Iron Maiden's old. So anyway. I was going to put a joke with Iron Maid's plane landing and say, look how cool that is. This is me landing in Vegas. It was going to be some stupid, like, you know, <laughs> Rickshaw. Ho- horrible, yeah, horrible <laughs> biplane, biplane <laughs> bad landing, <laughs> crash flip. Well, and I'll, so we didn't have time to get that in the show, but we'll have it in the show tomorrow. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, I'll have you know that, um, not, not to name drop, but Adrian Smith is a friend of mine mm. and it's his birthday cool today. And we were actually went. It's a, it's a funny story. I landed at about six o'clock, and then I ran over to the Delano in the um, uh, Mandalay or Delano. Del, Delano, so I'm Delano. Can I, can I, can I, can I Delano? But it was Adrian's birthday birthday party, so he invited me over. So I went over for How, one drink. I said, "I got to split. I got to see Carrot Top." How cool is that? And he's like, "Oh, Carrot Top." I'm like, "Yeah, he's a comedian. I know him. Bring him, comedian, right? How yeah." Cool so that? that's like I left the maiden star. party to come hang out with you. Nice. So there you go. We stepped down, by the way, but thank you for coming. <laughs> but not, not necessarily, because what I was going to say about Vinnie Paul is that I went to his house here in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. He's got it's the a dorm room, really. The, it's not a house. The dorm room. The Elvis room, which yeah. is all green. Yeah. He's got is the Jimmy car- Hendrix room, yeah. which is purple, and he's got the, the carrot, carrot top, top room, which is all orange. orange. Yes, indeed. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. You, that you can get syphilis in my room, by the way. <laughs> you sleep in Vinnie's house. Seriously. Be careful. Get your shots. <laughs> did you, when you were uh, a kid growing up, did you ever want to get into a band or be in a, a Oh, a no, always. Band? No, seriously, to this day, I play drums. Oh, okay, I didn't know. So I played drums my whole life, and so, yeah, I always wanted to be in a band. I never could figure out how to be in a band, or they would allow me to be in a band. <laughs> but uh, I've always I've always, uh, I've always, always been inspired by music, and which I know you as right, well. Right, sure. Band. Um, and and a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of my friends are in bands. It's weird. And I've always met... Drummers. I've always, for some reason, I was. I'll, I'll walk into, a, I'll meet a band, and I'll immediately. And I haven't seen the band. I'll say, "You're the drummer." The drummer. Right? <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, man." I'm like, "Yeah, you're the drummer." <laughs> so I love drummers. I, one, of the, the, one of my favorite moments in my life since I've been doing this because I've met a lot of people. You'd meet famous people, you know, and it, it is always. It's still cool to me. Mm-hmm. But the drummer from Queen came, and I remember them Roger saying, Taylor. "Roger Taylor's coming." Yeah. And so I was like, Roger Taylor, and there's like, Roger Taylor. I said, the only Roger Taylor I know is the drummer from Queen. And there's another drummer, Roger Taylor, from... Uh, Duran Duran. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, is it Queen? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, no. I, mean, I got chills just saying it. I go, no. And they go, yeah, no, the drummer from Queen's coming. And I said, you got to be kidding me. And he walked, literally walked. Before the show, they brought him back in here, and he walked through that door right there. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Because that, that band was my, it's still to this day is my favorite, but I mean, I have every archive, every thing about Queen, 
and he's standing in front of me, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like it's really rock royalty. I mean, it's like there's Absolutely. not that many people that you really just like. And that's not an exaggeration. That's the truth. That's the top right, of the top. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, and so he's there, and then he comes to the show, and then we had a really, really good show that night. And he comes back after, and he's like, Scott. This is my horrible London impression. <laughs> horrible, sorry. He's like, Scott, it, it was so wonderful. He was so it was so great. Oh, my God, this is so fun. And so I was like, I was like, oh, great. So well, you want to hang out and have a – yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Anyway, so they were staying. His wife were staying. In, well, actually, it wasn't his wife yet. They were getting married. I picked him up and took him to lunch in my car. Like, I, I, <laughs> Seriously. And I'm driving him in my car from like Caesars to – to the Bellagio, and I remember thinking, hey, "Are you kidding me? I'm driving the drum of a queen, Roger Taylor, in my goddamn car. Are you kidding me? I've never right. I mean, I'm serious. Right. And so, oh my god. And then you know how people always say, um, if you're ever in London, look us up. You stay stay at our flat, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been to London. I go, yeah, of course. When I go to London, I'm gonna, of course, I'm going to call you. So sure enough, my girlfriend and I were going to London, and I said to her. Should I call Roger and say, hey, we're going to be in London. I'm going to take you up with an offer. And she's like, well, yes, you should. So I called him and I said, Roger, it's uh, um, it's Scott. Um, I'm going to London. And he's like, when? And I said, in like you know, three weeks. And he's like, well, you must stay with us. I said, well, we already got a, we got a hotel. We don't, stay, you don't do that. We got our own hotel down in, in London. And da, da, da. He said, well, you must come. We'll take you to Queen the Musical. So I get to go to Queen the Musical with him with Roger and Taylor. sit him, and we're watching Queen the Musical, and it was phenomenal. And all he kept saying was, this is complete rubbish. <laughs> he kept saying that. I go, it's nice. This is rubbish. He kept saying that to you? Yeah. This is complete rubbish. You want to go? And I said, no, I don't want to go. This is awesome. Well, I'm going to go. I'll meet you in the lobby. He went and yelled at the band. So it was, he was you know, telling. He didn't like it. No, he didn't like it. Well, I, I, you know, just if I saw Carrot Top the Musical, I probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> right. So, Someone playing you. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, he was like, uh, and he didn't. Anyway, to dinner, da da now, here's the best part of the – I love telling this story. So we – my girlfriend and I had gone to Stonehenge, which you got to do, you know, the tourist thing. Classic. So we went to Stonehenge. And Stonehenge. It was, hor- yeah, Stone- it was horrible. It was really freezing cold. And we're there, and we're, we're, she's sick. She doesn't feel well. And so I said, well, I have to go. Roger's invited us over to his house in London on the way back, and they live in Surrey, right? And I go – she goes, Surrey. And I said, remember that movie with, with – um, uh, um, oh, God. Kate Winslet. Sorry, that's that's Crown Royal. Uh, okay. Kate Winslet and uh, that's Greg Goose. There you go. Quick, Kate Winslet and, Kate Winslet uh, and uh, Hugh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in every English yeah. movie. Hugh and something. And and so uh, so we got to go. McDonald's that's that, that's what the whole movie is based in Surrey. Anyway, she's sick, and I, I hate telling the make it throw under the bus here, but she's sick and she's like really not. She's grouchy, <laughs> as women can be. And so I said, well, I, I can't take you back to to the hotel in London because it's it's going to be on the way to London, so we're gonna, not going to make it back. We can't be an hour and a half late going to their house. Right. And I kept saying, um, and it's going to be a castle. This is like rock royalty. And she's like, oh, one of your stupid rock and roll friends. I'm not going to the. She's thinking like Vinnie Paul's dorm room. <laughs> And I go, no, this is this is Roger Taylor, right? Yeah. She doesn't know what I'm. She's that's me talking French. She's like, what? I'm like Roger Taylor. She's hearing. <laughs> so we're Art driving, Smith. and the driver <laughs> yeah. says to me, I said to the driver, I said, um, uh, I'm getting directions from his wife. So I get the directions and I give it to him, and he says, oh, this is a lovely part of town. So we pull in, and I said, do you want to take a bet that it's a castle? She, she goes, yeah, I'll bet you. I said, what are we betting? 
she has no money. So I said, what are you betting? Blowjob? What are you betting? She's like, whatever. I said, bet just something. Bet 50 bucks. She's okay, 50 bucks, you're on. It's a castle. She's like, it's not a castle. Whatever. I'm sick. Just take me there. Let's eat and go. Get on the phone. She's like, are you close, Scott? I said, yeah. We're just like, we're getting off the exit. She's like, just go go down to the left and you'll see these gates. And I'm like, gates. Da, da, da. And then we'll, we'll buzz you in. We get there. It's a goddamn castle. <laughs> castle you can yeah. look it up online. Roger yeah. Taylor's house is a. Ca- it's like uh, like eighteen fifty whatever the hell. And that's it was. legit. Like that's, that's legitimately what happens, a castle. Real castle. There's like hundred acres, and it's a it's a like like the like Downton Abbey. Yeah. And I'm like, so we pull in, and she's like, all right. 50 bucks, you got it. But she's like, oh, my God. Then she felt like, oh, my God, you're right. Best part, I'll end the story. We have lunch. and a butler make us lunch. It was, like, unbelievable. And then he says, Scott, it's in my studio. And I said, yeah. And she's like, I can tell she's sick. She's like, all right. I can see now she's a little more in being more of a team player. Let's play. So we go to the studio, which is inside this castle. And it's a huge thing. And every, it's like, he's got 50 sets of drums, literally, maybe, maybe more. And an actual sound studio and sta- stage. It's, it looks like you're, you just can't believe it. And so my girlfriend says, he must really like drums. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And I, I look, I look, I literally like, I lose my mind. I look over and Roger is, thank God he's old and he can't hear a goddamn thing. He had no idea. She goes, he goes, what darling, what'd you say? I said, she says, she says, she likes your drums. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got, these are all my drums. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's this fucking drummer from Queen. Like she didn't know he was she a drummer. She wouldn't understand what he means. She yeah. just thought he was in the band maybe he played like, Woodblock or Triangle or he was a drummer player <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we became really good friends and we still but we isn't still that amazing though when, when you get that like somebody who has mutual respect for what you do and then yeah, you become absolutely. friends with them absolutely. as a result absolutely you know? absolutely and he respects me more than i respect you know in the same level yeah, yeah, of like yeah. like i'm like no you're you're a legend i'm just an idiot like you know what i mean but, but yeah he still... came and saw your show and thought you're really funny right 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 so that right, right. i've, I've often found away. that like this is a long Story I've told many times, but Paul Stanley to me. Was I like, just told a longer one. Please tell no, one. But Paul I, Stanley, I, was, your, your, your audience is like, wake up, hello, we're here with Terror Top. So Paul Stanley was like my hero of all heroes, and over the last year or so, I've become friends with him. And once you break down the wall of, oh my gosh, it's Paul Stanley, ah, it's Roger Taylor, and then you realize it's just a dude who oh, yeah. got lucky doing what he always wanted sure. to do, just like you, just yeah. like me, and suddenly we're just. Dudes, yeah, yeah, and that's no, a cool moment that, that, when that yeah, happens. That does, that you does know? go away. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, we've, if Vince Neil and Rascal Flats are singing you Happy Birthday, no, but you do, you, but you have that, but but you do. Like I'm, Vince, I'm friends with Vince now, so we, we, you know, I've seen him in every different. But when element, you first element. met Vince, you're probably like, oh, yeah, because I was like, oh my god. I mean, I watched every video like when I was sure. A kid, I was like, that's that's Molly Crew was god. Like, that, like yeah. I want to be that guy, right? But you, in a way, kind of are that guy. In your world, right, right, sure, sure. You know what maybe, I mean? Like, I mean, I mean look, dude, I'm laughing right but now. Yeah. I pulled this up to look at it. I'm staying at the Luxor no, and I'm looking at the, the, the room key. <laughs> Laugh until you're orange in the hair, yeah. carrot top. Yeah. You are like the uh, the face of the Luxor at this I point. Yes, yeah. You know, I mean, that's They're that's huge. Re- they need to reface it, but you know. <laughs> we, but get, I, I know what you're saying. Can we get yeah. a new face? You do, you do get, you do get, you do, you do have that one, that moment though where you are like they. What's funny was the other night when we got done with the show and they they sang and they said good night. We came back stage and we were walking down the stairs to come back here, and I remember thinking, "Come on, I mean this is because I'm, I'm Vince is standing there next to me going, hey man, was that you know whatever?'" And I'm like, 
like you think someone's you know all the years there was someone walked him off stage with a flashlight right yeah, yeah. Crew, and he's walking, he's walking me off going <laughs> hey yeah man and i'm like this is ridiculous ridiculous it's, it's surreal all right there are some seriously talented luchadors in aew and not all of them speak english which can make putting together matches a little challenging sometimes that's why i signed up for rosetta stone i'm learning spanish amigos amigas see already learning haha rosetta stone is the most trusted language learning program. You don't even have to learn Spanish, though, because Rosetta Stone has 25 languages, including French, German, Korean, Arabic, and Polish, and Japanese. That's what I'm going to do next. I spent a lot of time in Japan, and I still work with a lot of Japanese wrestlers at AEW, like Takeshita. So having a better handle on the language will definitely show in the ring. Communication is key. And learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone has been so fun and easy. They've got this true accent feature that gives you feedback on how well you're pronouncing words, sort of like having a personal trainer for your accent. I'm using the app, but you can also do the lessons on desktop or laptop. I also like that I can download the lessons and do them offline, which is perfect for a plane. I can sit there on a flight and work on my Espanol. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Talk is Jericho listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Jericho. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Jericho today. That's rosettastone.com slash Jericho. Do it today. All right, I'm in Carrot Top's dressing room uh, at the Luxor. I saw the show. Great show. Very, very funny. Now, are you working six days a week? Yeah, six days a week. I mean, this is at the Luxor. Once again, all jokes. My manager has a car payment, so I work six nights a week. (laughs) Right. You've paid your car off a long time ago. No, my manager has a car payment. That's what I'm saying. You've paid your car off a long time ago. This blob who still has to pay his car off. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, and and it's not a joke. For the Luxor, obviously, if you're on the keys, this is like the entertainment is, is Carrot Top is a big part of this whole entertainment area called the Luxor. Or do you do your show sometimes and see somebody in the crowd that you didn't know was here? Or do you always oh, yeah, know when always. somebody of notoriety well, shows up? Well, no, we usually know because I don't like surprises. So we usually mm-hmm. know if someone's there. But um, there has been times before in the past that I didn't know before here. Like I was playing Nashville and I got done. And they were like, did you know the Dixie Chicks were out there? And I was like, get out. They go, no, oh, they were sitting like their row in their lap. I'm like, I wish I would have known that. You know what I mean? Like, so, right. Yeah. Um, but then you find out back – or then you find out – Later on in life, and like the other night when I was at Rascal Flats, they're like, "We just watch you in Nashville," and I'm like, "At the Zanies Comedy Club." I said, "I didn't know you were ever out there," you know. So it's kind of. Cool. I love that it was called Zanies. 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 Oh, or, it's one of the biggest comedy clubs in the South. In, in Winnipeg, it was Yuck Yucks. Yuck Yucks and Zanies and <laughs> Ha Has and Hee Hees and yeah, there's so many of them. The, the Funny Bone, the Chuckle Bone, the oh God, yeah. Now, as as as, so as, as, true, as, as a comedian. It would seem to me that having this kind of your own theater in yeah. Vegas is a plum gig because no, you don't great. have to go on the road. No, it's it's tremendous. What are the pros and cons of having your own place where you never go anywhere? Is there any cons at all? No, I fought it for years when they first asked me about doing it. I said no. In fact, I was, we used to do – we were at the MGM for 10 years. Um, and That's then we, right. Yeah, so, so we do we do our shows in. and then we do on the roads. We do we do like a semi kind of like what Elton John does. Now where he comes in for like two weeks and then leaves and goes just mm-hmm. come back for you know a semi residency. Tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they asked me to do the residency full time here, and I said no. I actually turned it down. And, and why is that? Because I didn't. I, I like the road, and I didn't. I didn't like playing Vegas, and I didn't think that playing in Vegas I might want to hang myself. So I <laughs> said no. I don't want that. I don't want that. And then they were like, they talked me into it. 
first year in was really rough. I couldn't quite get the rhythm of doing a show overnight, six nights a week in Vegas. And we were doing two at the time on Saturdays. Hmm. So it was, uh, it was rough. I, I didn't have a house here yet. I was living in the hotel, and I was, I was l- really miserable. I was like, I don't like this. I want to get out of this gig. What's rough about it? Well, because I, it, it wasn't. You were just. It wasn't. It didn't have the energy of the row, and you were kind of. It felt stagnant, and and I didn't. I didn't have my Vegas legs and the other on bus right. legs to to do the show that I thought I could do. And then one day it hit me. I don't know what happened. I just kind of got into the rhythm. We finally got into the rhythm, and now I love Vegas. I would never change it in the world. The road's fun, and it's great at, at, to do. Like we do small stints. We do out for you know. You just ten you mentioned you did Canada. Yeah, we did. Yeah, places, Canada. We yeah. do, and we did. We did a run in Florida, Mississippi, where we did like uh, like ten shows. Energy was great. We had the tour bus, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah, tour bus. <laughs> Molly Crew, Nas and Reba, which is a true story because I pulled into it. It's not a joke. Well, I changed it to Reba just because it's, it's still it's great. I look like she has uh, red female. Hair, yeah. But I pulled into, in the tour bus years ago, my crew, my same crew was still with me. We pulled into a Wendy's. It was, you know, the, when you're on the road, you can only eat, you know, wherever you can park. Wendy's, though? Yeah, it was a Wendy's. Yeah, I know. Wendy's. Same <laughs> it could thing. Be you, right? It could have yeah. been, yeah. <laughs> so I pulled into, yeah, she's here. No. <laughs> Shit, she's here. Here, clean up. Wendy's here. So we pulled into this Wendy's, and uh, I remember there's a Wendy's and a ice cream, the Dairy Queen next to it. So it was like hold like a you know truck yeah. stop triple threat thing. <laughs> so we pulled in, we got the bus, and we pulled in, and my crew remembers this, and we're standing there, and I order food, and these people were there, and they're like, they saw the tour bus, and they were like, dude, they're like, can we get a picture with you? And I said, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, man, simply red, man. <laughs> And I was like, "What's that?" And they're like, "Simply red." And I go, "Yeah, yeah." And it's easier just to go along with it. You got to, to right? Instead of change. So I said, "Yeah, I was." I said, "When they say Sean White, I go, yeah, Sean. I saw Sean Let's White.' Let's with Sean White. Yeah. So I go, I go, yeah, simply red. And he's like, "No way, man!" So now there's a whole bunch of black people. So they came over and they're like, "Simply red, man." I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "What's that mother song, man?" And I go, "What's that? What's that song you sing?" And I go. Well, I have a lot of songs. They go, no, what's the big f-ing hit? I go, they're all hits. And they go, no, 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 the one. So what? Ha- I swear to God in my life, what happened was this stupid little goddamn thing turned into this whole, like, I got myself into a lie I can't get out of. And I'm like, I don't know every song. They're all big. And he's like, no, the one, though, that was really big. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to think right now. I don't even know. Right? I don't even know. And I'm like, oh, my God. If you don't know me by now, oh, Missy, if I know you, if you, you don't know me there. by now, is that if the one? You I gotta don't get the know me by now. If you, yeah, you yeah. will never, 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 never know me or some shit. That's the one. Yeah, but we, I wish guys, I guess, you should have been there to help me. But guys, I guess don't know that song. We right. should not know. So they so thought I'm like, so they I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm signing. I literally signing simply red. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> I get on the bus, and this guy's like, Carrot Top. And this, this black guy goes, he goes, hey, who? Again, Carrot Top, Simply Red. I said, well, I have two, I go by Simply Red or Carrot Top. I'm seriously, I got into a lie I couldn't get out of. Oh, my God. Because you're trying to make the fans feel better. Yeah. I had that once when I was working at Zeller's in Winnipeg, which is the nice. uh, Canadian equivalent of uh, Walmart. Oh, yeah. And this old lady thought my name was Dave. My name is Chris. Nice. And I had my... Uh, name tag on whenever she came by I would always cover my name tag or take it off for a year I did not tell her that my name was not Dave because I didn't want to be rude nice so she would I was like, oh, she comes to take my hi, name tag yeah, hi Dave hey and you know hey Chris Shh. you know but that's the thing you don't want to yeah. make him feel bad so you get into this this wormhole of a lie yeah. of simply red yep how do you get Same out of thing. it I didn't know what to do <laughs> I just kept lying too, right? people always do that to me the gym, like, hey Chris some guy at the gym calls me Chris every day he's like hey Chris and I'm always like 
it was like a Seinfeld episode. They don't you at one point that you correct him. I said it's been it's been too long now. He's always like, hey Chris, so I right? Just go, I just go, Chris. I, I go, hey man, and then my friends like. Chris and I go. It's it's okay. You and, go. and that happens. He calls me Chris every day. In the WWE, I've been working there for 16 years, and there's people that were never introduced to me when I first got there. And you know, when you first get somewhere, there's yeah, like yeah. 50 sure. new names, sure. Sure. and there's still guys that I don't know no, their yeah, names. Yeah, 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 but yeah. what do you say? Like, yeah. I'm trying to like look at their ID badges, and like I'm trying to yeah, pickpocket yeah. their wallets. But yeah, yeah. you know, that's just how it yeah, goes. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, for yeah. sure, right? But I mean, you're yeah. talking about being, uh, you know, uh, going on the road and stuff, and being on a tour bus, and the idea of being on a tour bus is so cool until you actually get on one nice not, yeah it's nice but it's well, not it, like, yeah it, yeah it, right. what's the number one rule of a tour bus well what do you mean well there's a couple of wrong, number one rules what's give me no, number two the number one rule of being no, on a tour bus no, people is don't no, number go number two, two. Yeah, yeah. you can't go so, number right, two so we're, we're, yeah we got, right. got it i got it right <laughs> you got but, the simply red wrong got but you got the first rule of the bus right bus tour yeah i did i've done too many bus tours but you know when we just did the last tour in florida we actually had so much fun and we're going through my hometown so it was a lot of stress because because you're from Orlando, right? Yeah. yeah. So we, all the hometown shows were like they're full of. I mean, Hulk Hogan came to the one in uh, really. Yeah, Hulk came to the one in uh, in um, Sarasota. No kidding. Yeah, that's cool. Well, funny story about Hulk. One of the first years uh, times I was I did a show in Orlando. This is like God, almost ten, fifteen years ago. It's a big theater. There's a big bottom and then a. a uh, balcony, balcony, yeah. and so there's this. This it wasn't heckling. It was just someone like Ugh! he kept he kept chiming in on every goddamn joke, right? <laughs> and I remember going like, "Yeah, okay, cool, whatever." Like it was just weird. And after the show, at my meet and greet, my my green room, and da da da, they brought people back, and Hulk Hogan walks back, and I said, "Hulk Hogan's here." He's like, "I was, I was," I said, "You're the." one that was yelling at me he goes yeah i was like i it was just so funny because I, I he was he wasn't trying to he wasn't heckling me he was just trying to i said well, i don't need your help i wrote it without your help right i don't need you there but uh quiet, we've become though, actually we've been, been we've been friends for a good a good long time yeah maybe almost 20 years probably and once so you grew up in orlando i grew up in Cocoa beach and then orlando yeah which are you a wrestling fan Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because that was a big I wrestling some, area. Yeah, yeah, and I did, and I did some stuff for uh, the the uh, WWF when I when I did uh, AT and T commercials. We did a whole. Oh really? Yeah, we did a whole thing where I did I did was in a, oh my god. I forgot about I that. AT and T commercials were huge. Yeah, was I, a big and thing I did. For you. I went to the one in uh, in Connecticut where the big home Stanford uh, headquarters, and we did a whole commercial there. I got beat up and da da da. It was really? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was not uh, not aware of that fact. But it's you know it's funny. Tonight, though, when you were showing some of the clips, like you're acting. I know Ric Flair, too, very well. Yeah. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> is, is, he that it? is he a monkey woo. now? Is he, woo, woo, woo. He goes, woo, woo, whatever I'm doing wrong. <laughs> but I live in Charlotte, so, so I always saw him, I always saw him uh, at the gym and whatever, and he was always like, care dog, woo. Make him sound like a regular, woo, woo. He's, he's an ape now. Well, he's ooh. old. He's older. He's older. <laughs> what is that? Ooh. He can't ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, who let the ooh. dogs out? Ooh. 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 Well, he's older ooh. now. He's like, ooh. he can't ride the way he used to do. <laughs> I don't know. But here's funny: you should beat up. Don't get me beat up. Your, your act is, is so well put together, and uh, the the one thing I like tonight is you're showing some clips that I hadn't seen before. Finally, some new material. Thank God. Um, but no, it was was the it was you on Star Search. Now here's the thing: I used to. Be obsessed with Star Search. Okay, yeah, I too. used to, every Sunday night it was on. So when I was a kid, you have to go to bed by ten thirty. Yep. And nine to ten was Star Search. So that was the end of my weekend for me. So when Star Search was over, it was time. Oh, I gotta go to bed. I gotta wake up. And there's two people, three. Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. Bobby Brown. 
Yeah. Who, if I could have voted at the time, I would have. And Carrot Top, I remember this. Really? And you showed it tonight. Yeah. And I thought that you... you... Well, that's what was fun for me, too, because uh, being on that show meant was such a big deal to me because of the fact what you just said, growing up with it. Younger people now are people that watch, like the older people probably appreciate it, but as an entertainer or wanted to be an entertainer. This was like the first version of American Idol uh, no, right. or The no, Voice no, 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 or anything no, where no. fans it, it, it had, was, a, had a say no, that, in who would win. No, that was the... That's I'm saying that was the voice, the American yeah. Idol, all that, and the first version of that. Absolutely, it right. was the first version, and that's why when I did that, it was really it was such a special moment for me to be on that show. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I before I did the Tonight Show and all those, it was I was like, oh my god, I'm on Star Search. I watched it as a kid, right. so it was it was the same thing as going on the Tonight Show and standing on the star where Johnny stands. So I was like, holy. F- there's not. I just hope that younger people now still have those things that we did growing up because everything's gotten so commercialized mm-hmm. and so big and broad. There's thousands of TV shows and thousands of channels. We only had two, six, and nine. You know, we had that's four, right. right. So and it happened to be in Sunday night. That was one of the right, shows. Right, right, right. Yeah. Indeed. So that was like such a big deal to me. So uh, I, I wonder about. Kids now, do they have that same? I guess it would be the voice would be uh, American Idol. But I don't um, know if it's the same thing though, dude. Because like, I mean, how hard was it for you to get on that show? Oh, it was really hard. Yeah, no. like you're starting on Orlando as a as a young comic. How, no, did I you couldn't send believe it. Tape, I, can't, I still can't believe I do this every night. I, growing up, I, 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 I well, sure. I really, I honestly am one of those people that I don't. I, I've never taken it for granted. I've always think it's so weird. I thought about today. I remember because I was my nephew, and I remember he was playing the cross, and I remember. In the car, I saw that on your Instagram. Your yeah, yeah. yeah you played a game today. Seventeen nothing. I was going to say seventeen nothing. I was going to tell you something. He's a hot, hot shot. And that but was I, here in Vegas, or was that? Yeah, here in Vegas. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so I was, I was, I was just driving the car, and I remember reflecting, thinking about the fact that how the hell did I be? I remember driving in my little pickup truck, my my little one trunk of props. To do a gig for like a hundred dollars, and it was a lot of money. Sure, a hundred bucks paid for like everything Destin, for a month. Or something. Yeah, Destin, well, good. <laughs> I did play Destin. And then my friend said, Sanford. I, yeah, right. Sanford. Yeah, I got I got you a gig for two fifty, and I was like two fifty, two hundred fifty dollars. Like, like yeah, what? Yeah, that paid for the whole month. Right. So I was like, you know, and I'm thinking like, and here I am like. Uh, Rascal Flats and Molly Crew are singing to me on my birthday, and I get to do a show every night. It's it's, it's weird that, but I've never ever ever stopped thinking about that thing. You know, See, you I know, never because, got absorbed into that. I, I still think it's phenomenal that I get to do this. But you understand because you came through this the right way in show business. David Lee Roth said it, and you'll know this quote: "Here today, gone later today," yeah, yeah. and that really is the truth. Like you constantly have to be hustling. I don't care if you have your own theater at the Luxor with your own room. You could show up next yeah. week, and if you're not if you're not holding your weight, you could show up next week and oh, freaking yeah, no. you know the amazing Jonathan has moved in or whatever. Yeah, like, that's not going to happen. But but anybody else, <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like you have to. You, you, I love the amazing Jonathan. He's one of the only people that maybe he makes me cry out loud. Like literally, he's one of my best friends. Hey, I'll tell you a story. We had a we had a barbecue at my house. This is years ago when I first moved into my house. Had a volleyball thing. This is how retarded he is. <laughs> and retarded I mean in a good way, not like <laughs> retarded. We're having volleyball, and he says, uh, he says, he says, I had a Hummer at the time. He says, I just got a new Hummer. I say, really? You say, you want to go see it? And I go, yeah. I mean the vehicle, the Hummer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He walks me out. Now, he walks me all the way from my, my backyard, the thing to the house, the driveway, all the way down the goddamn street. 
and his friend is sitting on a rock in front of my house going, hmm, hmm, hmm. And I go, are you f***ing shit? That's such Jonathan, right? It's so Jonathan. His Hummer. This is his Hummer. Hmm, hmm. And he's waiting there. I'm like, the funniest part is that you sat there for an hour waiting for me to come out just to do your hum. But it's like... I never ever forgot that. I was like, God damn it! So like, give me a C, a high C, Jesus and you hold a C Christ. over your head. Right? Want to see my new Hummer? <laughs> but I bit. I, I bit right into it. Went out to the <laughs> well, street. You're out there. Where, there is it? Was. Where is it? Where is it? So, there, there you go. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. But when you actually, I, I want to ask you about a couple of things that you mentioned earlier. When you did the, uh, the Star Search. Yep. What was the, the environment like? Because you're a young guy and you're up against somebody terrified, else. Terrified. Ed McMahon is involved. Did you get any uh, one-on-one with Ed McMahon at all? Oh, yeah. No, we became best friends after that. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not Seriously? I'm not even kidding you. How do you become best friends with Ed McMahon? I don't know. But somehow we befriended each other. I did the show. I'll tell you what happened. I did the show and I, I lost first round. Anybody, I was See, but it seems to, like to be you're on longer I, than I was that. The, I was, Why do I well, know? No, no, I was, the, I was supposed to be the projected winner because everybody, everybody was saying, Carrot Top's going to win this thing. He's got the props. He's got the thing. And, and I lost Bob Zaney. Bob Zaney was here last night. He came over and gave me my – Really? Yeah, he, was, he gave me that uh, uh, dumb, dumb and Dumber book, Dumb and Dumber for Dummies. And he came back here. We're like best friends, me and Bob. He's the guy that beat you on Star Search. Yeah, but we're like... And the fact is it's Bob Zaney, Bob really? Zaney, I know, Zaney. Bob Wacky. I'm telling you, Bob, Bob Wacky. Guf- Bob Guffaw. I mean, come yeah, on, but he did, But anyway, he, he right, did whatever. beat me. He still beat you. And he's, a, he's awesome. I love Bob. Yeah. Funny guy. So he came back. Anyway, then I, anyway, we did the thing. beat me. And then somehow uh, I was doing uh, all the Tonight Shows at the time. I was doing a lot of Tonight Shows. And he would show up still... Uh, Ed McMahon, not even that he did, he wasn't working there, but he he's still kind of a support. A lot of the people that Tonight Show still kind of showed, and he he said hi to me, and then I did the telethon, the Jerry Lewis telethons, and he was he was really involved with the telethon, and so half the time that I came on, if it wasn't Jerry Lewis <clears throat> that introduced me, it was it was it was uh, Ed McMahon, though, yeah yeah. Ed McMahon was like, and he did the darn car cop, and I anyway I did the show, <laughs> and then after the show, all of a sudden I don't even I remember was it a baggage claim in LAX. And I said, hey, Ed. And he was like, Carrot Top. And he's like, here's my number. Call me. So we became really good friends. And he, I, would, I, I, I would call him all the time. And he called my office all the time. And then he got really sick. He had that mold in his house. Yeah. That's how he died. What? It's the strangest thing in the world. He had the, that, that mold that's in your house. And he and his wife. Which and, they always say could be very bad for your health. Right. And he was 80-something. I don't know how old he was at the time. He was 80-something. And uh, one day he called office and my, my secretary said oh my god ed mcmahon just called here this is is that really him i said yeah it's ed he, you know da, da, da. and we, we we spoke and talked and then like a month later he passed away from wow from, from, from the mold from the mold it was yeah are you kidding me I swore my life but ed mcmahon was actually a really really dear friend of mine wasn't that weird after all these years of watching him as a kid i'm literally as a kid sitting in my room watching i'm sure I remember, I remember i remember literally sneaking out into my house 
and watching that show, the Tonight Show, on this wood, my dad built this out of his own hand, built this goddamn wood cabinet <laughs> with a TV in it. <laughs> and I would sit there and watch it, and my mom would say, go to bed, what are you doing? I said, I'm watching the Tonight Show. And I watched Don Rickles and Jonathan Winters and all those guys. All those guys. And George Carlin, and I really, I, I, that's when I got fascinated with comedy. From and, the Tonight uh, Show. Watching the Tonight yeah. Show and those guys. And it was, I remember it was Jonathan Winters, Don Rickles, and... Uh, uh, George Carlin, I remember those three, and Bill Cosby as well. And I remember thinking, "Oh my God, this is like this is what I want to do." Mm. But I didn't know how to do it. I just remember saying, "How do you? How do you get? Is that a job?" Yeah, yeah. How does that become a thing? You go to clown school or whatever. I never knew. And then you just fast forward life, and I, I don't even know. Well, how, how, I really how did don't you do it? Like, it's the bizarre thing. Before you answer that, like, and I want you to answer that, but. You're talking about prop comedy, which is your gig. But you actually are a stand-up guy, too. You do a lot of stand-up. But I'm thinking prop comedians. I can't think. The only Gallagher. Guy I, can, Gallagher. I was going to say Gallagher. He was That's the hero. only guy I can no, think Gallagher's of is Gallagher. He was my hero. Really? Yep. From the Carson show, you saw Gallagher on it? Gallagher or? on there and then and make me laugh. Gallagher would do the thing where he would smash around. Not the hammer. No, he had his he had his props and his his jokes. He was really funny. He was how do you drive in a parkway and park on a driveway? He always had these. Right, why do they right, call right, them yeah. buildings when they're done building? They should call them builds. He had always <laughs> these brilliant lines. <laughs> really, really, really smart stuff. In fact, he's he's a genius. So I'm like sixteen years old, maybe fifteen years old, and and living in Cocoa, Florida, two doors down. Was this general, the army general, four star general, General Manus? His daughter married Gary Proper, who was Gallagher's manager. Oh, what? Right. What a coincidence. So I don't know this. So Ruthie, Ruthie and Gary were there once in a while, and I, I just knew Gary, and Gary says. Um, you want to come to this Gallagher show? I said, what's Gallagher? And he says, the comedian. And my dad knew of Gallagher. I didn't know. And so I went down to Melbourne at the at this weird like skate expo. It was like a skating thing. And then Gallagher performed. And I'm 15, maybe 14. And I'm like, oh, my God. This was brilliant. He was so funny. So fast forward. I've known I knew him for a long time. So then I go to college. And then I started doing col- comedy in college. And uh, I get invited to go to the the uh, the, the concert in, in Fort Lauderdale, which was at the time this is the biggest. It was like the it was like five thousand seat theater, right? And I remember seeing him in like a two hundred seat little skate expo. So I go, Gary picks me up, takes me there, and I'm like, holy shit, this is like the real deal, like right? It's like the Coliseum here. So I watch the show, and I'm like. I'm blown away. They bring me backstage, and Gallagher says, "Hey," and I said, "I hear you doing comedy," and I said, "Yeah, give me one of your jokes," and I said, <laughs> "Oh, do, right? I freaked out. I was I, I was only 16 years old, or no, I was in the college now, so I was like 20." Yeah. And he's like, "I said, what's one of your jokes?" So I'm on the spot, so I said, um, "I said, well, you, I said, you're living in Florida because that's where I lived, and it was in Florida." I said, "You can't have a fire in the beach." I said you can have one in the woods, but you can't have a fire on the beach, which is a, which is still true to this day. You can't have That's a fire on the beach. Big signs. They still have little signs. No fires on the beach. So I said, well, you're 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 next to two things that put fires out: this water and sand. Why can't you have a fire on the beach? But you can take it in the woods. Right. And he goes, ah, oh, it's good, but you're giving the punchline away. And he did some weird explain, explanation of the thing. He helped you out. And and then I did a, yeah, and I came up with some other joke. And then I was with him in Vegas my first time ever in Vegas. So I was like 20. No, I was 17 at the time. That's why, going back far. I was 17 years old. I was at the Sands with him. And I'm walking to the stage with him. And there's a big door. 
and they still it's, well it's gone now but it was a big you see these doors all the time like a big like door and the big spray paint on it says this door must remain closed at all times you see this all the time so I'm standing there he's banging on the door trying to get in this, the backstage and he's banging on the door and I said well it says this door must remain closed at all times why is there even a f-ing door there shouldn't be a wall and he goes what I said well it says door must remain closed at all times and there should, there should be a wall and he goes I like that so that night on stage in the sands he did the, he did the joke and he goes that car- my friend Scott wrote that and I'm like hi <laughs> And I never forget that it was that was that was uh, that was it was, tw- I was six, sixteen. Years Why were old. you out in Vegas with Gallagher? Because Ruthie and and, and oh. Gary invited me out. Okay, even knowing that I wanted to be a comedian, and then going back fast forward to becoming actually becoming a comedian, going backstage and and at that concert when I was twenty, he would give me one of your jokes, and I told him one that's of the amazing. Jokes. Then the next thing I know, I call Gary. He's living in Hawaii at the time, and I said, Gary, I'm on the Tonight Show tonight, and he says. What's on the Tonight Show? I said I'm on the Tonight Show, and he goes, I don't understand. I said I'm on the Tonight Show tonight, and he's like, doing what? I said my act. I'm uh, I'm on the Tonight Show, and I think it kind of blew everybody away that I that I was, and Gallagher I think got pissed, in a sense because you think you'd be like this guy, like hey, you know, we've now become friends again but i think he gets yeah, got jealous like what well, the my protege thank you he should have been like fuck yeah I'll, I'll wash i'll give you some critique it i'll give you what my pointers or whatever you did right or wrong but anyway it felt but like, he was mad that I you think were he on felt, he wasn't. i think he felt it was a threat that this young stupid kid which i am still this day made it on the tonight show so anyway i did really well and then i called and i said what'd you think he says holy shit i can't believe this you're this 14 year old kid that lived next to me in orlando and, were you 14 on the tonight show no I was oh you were when i right, when he gotcha, met gotcha, me gotcha, i was 14 gotcha. sure and so to, to fast forward to becoming an actual comedian on the tonight show he was like what the f-? and i said i to this day i still say the same thing so now gallagher and i have actually become really good friends again he comes here all the time and we he, he gives me shit that's he gives me shit basically because <laughs> like i, I was thinking, i'm like, like you're my hero you do understand <laughs> and he's like yeah whatever yeah whatever he really is my hero did you ever hear and this might even be true i'm going to say rumor but would you that he does he have a twin brother, his brother his brother who also performs There's as a whole gallagher story about that because you don't gallagher, know which gallagher no, is which it was gallagher it was gallagher and gallagher too <laughs> And they advertised it as T-O-O, right? So it was Gallagher 2, so people were confused. Oh, again, Gallagher 2. And, and Gallagher 2 is also, but no, it's 2. But anyway, that was a weird thing that happened. They, it was a weird, but, but yeah. I know. I was, just, I was just curious if that was a real thing or not. Well, I had a horrible joke, and I even told Gallagher this. I said, my joke was Gallagher 2, audience nothing. Because the audience got screwed because it wasn't Gallagher. Gallagher had the, the charm and the wit and the charisma, and the right. one that wrote the goddamn shit, right? His brother. And his brother was just. But, it, but, uh, but, but sadly enough, his brother is actually a sweetheart and a really good guy on top of it, so I kind of felt bad when that whole thing went down. But with, with that said. What's the chance of the twin Gallaghers? Well, they were. They were, they were they I were, mean, come they, on. But they were, they were tw- literally twins. You would never know them apart. <laughs> you would never know which Gallagher you no, had. No, you would never know what you Gallagher know which you had. Which. Thank God there's only one carrot top because people would revolt. <laughs> Did you, uh, no, please tell me you're kidding. When you did uh, the Tonight Show, was that with Carson? I wish it was with Carson. No, it was with uh, it was with um, with Jay. Uh, no, it was uh, Tim Allen or Allen. Uh, uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Uh, Tim Allen. Uh, Tim Allen or no, Carson the other one. What's the first? Uh, good day? Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, ru- I ruined the joke. <laughs> if it was Steve Allen, you're like. Steve Allen, <laughs> you were young. Fifties. Wow. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah. Are you hundred? No, I wish it was with Carson. I knew Carson's booking agent, uh, agent uh, guy for years, uh, Jim McCauley, and he was always one of these guys. I was this young buck growing up and doing the comedy scene, and everyone was like, "Carrot top, this carrot top, that," and he was like, 
I said, you know, can I do the show? And he's like, Carson's not a – he just doesn't like variety. He was honest with me. He said, I, I think he would like you as a – he just doesn't do variety. Variety meaning props? Yeah, yeah props and juggling and anything that's variety, which oh, is strictly okay. monologist. It's Sullivan-type shit. He's strictly monologist. That's what he wanted to do, which, you know, you respect it. The same with Letterman. I did Letterman ten times, but I was always doing a skit. I never did my oh. act. I did – I did – I did – uh, skits on there. I would go on as a and interesting. Do yeah. So there was and he little... loved. Letterman was great. I went. I did one of my favorite skits I did with him was uh, was the, the Olympics. And they had all the Olympics. This is great. All the Olympics uh, were happening, and it was, you know, they were hosting Olympics. It was the, the, that network, and it was um, the, all the judges. So they had Olympic judges would judge, and they pull the cards up like a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever. Yeah, you vote. And yeah. right. So Letterman was in bed with a girl. And she held up a four, and I'm in the bed with the girl, and they held up a ten. I was like, what the? He's like, what the? So it was really fun. Like, I trumped him on the thing. And then after we we shot it, I came into his – he never says hi to anybody. And he came into the room, and I remember being so, like, one of those guys, like, to this day still, like, I I never had enough chance to, like, really talk to him. Like I do Jay. Leno's like, you know. He'll my, come and talk to you. Oh, Jay's great. No, yeah. Jay's great. He's he's phenomenal. His jean ja- jeans, jeans and, and jean shirt and on. Jean, his jean jacket yeah. and his jean shoes yeah. and his jean Canadian hat. Tuxedo. His jean. Yeah. His car is made out of jeans, this whole thing. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was, uh, he walked in and he was like, he's like, thanks for coming. And all I remember is he was so tall and Letterman. tan. Letterman? Letterman. With a cigar? Tall and tan. He had a hat on and he had a cigar. He's sucking on it. a cigar, yeah. He had a cigar. And I remember he's like, he goes, thanks for coming. I said, are you kidding me? This is like, I've, I've, this is a mate. This is like, I, I would die for this. And he went to the door and I was like, well, that was it? And he's like, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then he walked back in and he says, really? You would die for this? I said, Yes. And he, he was like, okay, and he did the thing, he walked out, and she's like, he never does that. So he liked me. He came back. But I never, yeah, he came back in again and said something like, but I remember it being so tan, it was like tan. It was like, Which is it was weird. Like, like this brown, like leather tan hat and tall. Yeah. But very cigar. nice. Yeah, but I love Letterman. One what? of the best, I think, one of the best. Maybe, maybe for uh, late, uh, late night hosts ever. Uh, I, maybe but I'm a Johnny Carson fanatic, but take Johnny to the equation, I think Dave's the best. Yeah. I do. I I gotta be honest. And yeah. honest too. I I think I think uh, from nowadays, I think Jimmy Fallon is pretty badass too. Fallon's great. Yeah. He's really really good. Yeah, yeah. He's oh. he's actually he's taking it to a new level. Actually, I think. So when you do like you're you're ensconced, good word in Vegas. Do you still go do talk shows and stuff like oh, that? Absolutely. If you have new material yeah, yeah, to try. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Now, what would what would predicate you to do a new uh, talk show? New material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so you would want to try new stuff out. Yeah, or? with with John, with Johnny, with Jay, it was always like whenever I had, whenever I had a set, I would just call him and say I have another set. That's and great, and they bring me on. And Open I would, invitation. Yeah, so I would come up with all my you know Oscar like the Oscar White Oscar tonight. That would which have been, is great. That was that would have been very clever. He, he, let me just say he had an Oscar statue that was completely painted white, which was very yeah. Good. So it's timely and and uh, yeah. So that kind of stuff. Yeah, that would have been great tonight. Though, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that relationship yet with Fallon, but yet yet I I don't know if he knows that I'm you know he's Do one you of my exist? No, okay. that I exist, but I think <laughs> no they. He's, I think he's made a few references to me. They all, they all make <laughs> Here jokes. And there. They all make jokes. They all make jokes, bastards. So when you, and this is the most cliche question, but are you constantly coming up with new stuff? You oh yeah, the paper. Is it you by yourself? Do you have a couple of guys helping you out? Hey man, you should try this. Or is it just you? No, sitting? it's pretty much just me, really. I mean, I have my crew that I can run it off, throw it yeah. off of. You know, um, 
Oh, and well, usually I kind of run it by them, but usually I don't. I don't. I just do it because I believe in it. And if it eats it, then they go, "Oh, was that?" <laughs> but um, yeah, I usually just I, I think of the jokes and then I just do it and give it a shot. And if it works, it works. It doesn't because work. you know your shtick now after so many years of and doing thirty this. years I've been doing this. So yeah, thirty years oh, well, of doing. Prop- no, the lighting is good in here. I look good. <laughs> thirty years. No, does it? Does it? Let me ask you this because it seemed like there was a little prejudice when you were talking about Johnny didn't like variety being a, a, a prop comedian. Is that a bad? Not thing? Not at all. I live it. I love it. That's because you're am. you're like no. the epitome. You're no, like the top I, guy in I that. I just think it's silly when people. Do you say, are you offended? They call you a prop comic. A f- no, that's what I am. But I, I really am. And I, I want people to think that when they think of a, that. I want them to think prop comic. They think of me. But I also want them to, when they see the show, they'll say you are have more than to you than just that. Like yeah. I, a lot of comics will come to the show and it's like, why do people call you a prop comic? You're half your shows just stand up. I said it doesn't matter, as long as people have fun and mm-hmm. laugh. I mean, I never, I've never thought about that title. I just think, did you come to the show? Did you laugh? That's what you. It's a comedy show, so it doesn't matter if it's labeled prop comedy or monologist comedy or what does monologist mean? Monologist is just 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 someone that just uses words. George Carlin never did any, you know, just monology, a monology, just props and and no props and just talking. talking. But I would never wanted to be that. That's what's so funny. From very early on, I knew I wasn't going to be George Carlin. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be or Bill Cosby. I I wanted to just do my thing. So I just I, I wanted to have strobe lights and music. And I did that. The rock of, and roll element. And, right. And a lot of com- comedy clubs back in the day wouldn't, wouldn't book me. Why is that? Because I did that. They were like, um, we don't want that. There was a club in Atlanta called The Punchline. Another funny name. <laughs> they wouldn't book me because I did variety. How they, however, they did book Amazing Jonathan. Amazing Jonathan was nothing but variety. But he had an in with a guy. Maybe they did coke together. I don't know. But I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, he We're never just shared. Kidding. He never shared his coke with me, Amazing Jonathan. It's Fucker. amazing. It's amazing. He never shared. But um, it's but amazing, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, it's amazing. So I I just kept going and plugging and didn't give a shit. Like I was like, this is what I do. This is what I want to do. And everyone that always makes fun of me for my props, I always think it's silly because, you know, one time I was watching The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and uh, one of my favorite people in the world is uh, the, the, it's a, the, the, your greatest day on earth when you go back and you, go, you, review your, 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 you have to review your, your, uh, your life. It's a wonderful uh, – not the one of life. What's, what's Mel Brooks? Mel, uh, no, but um, – Jackie Mason? No. Carl Reiner? Younger, 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 younger. Uh, 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 ah, uh, uh, Pauly Shore. No, uh, <laughs> the one where you, 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 he sits in a room and they they play his tape back and they go, "Oh shit, I was an asshole." And they hit hits by a bus. Oh, uh, um, uh, is it comedian? Brooks? Brooks? Mel Brooks? Not Mel Brooks. I said Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. I said Mel Brooks. You did. I went. I, I why, that's why I went. Oh, oh. <laughs> Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. So I love him. Right. He one of my one of my like funny. He's just he's just brilliant to me. Right. Like, and so I, I'm I'm literally I remember this. I'm, I'm like I think we were on the tour bus even. And I'm watching. I'm watching the tonight. I'm watching him on the Tonight Show, and then obviously he's like, you know, he used to juggle plates. He used to do this plate thing with these spinning plates, and he like showed, literally the spinning. He, plates. he showed the yeah. thing of him on the Tonight Show doing that bit. Albert Brooks used to Albert do that. Albert Brooks. That's... And then it said, that's what brings me up to contemporary comics like Carrot Top, and I'm like, oh my god, the fact that he even knew me freaked me out, right? right. So I'm like, oh my god, what's he gonna say? And he goes, and they would laugh, and he goes, you know, but, but countertop, you know, if, if, if American Airlines lost his luggage, he wouldn't have an act. Mm. And I was thinking, well, f- no shit. 
But if American Airlines lost the Rolling Stones amps Good or guitars, point. they wouldn't have a fucking act. My That's act right. is that. So I was always like, it offended me then because I'm like, why is that a put down? That's my act. That, right. that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because that's that is what my act. If was, American so, uh, Airlines I mean, lost Iron Maiden's luggage, they'd have no Eddie walking on stage, they'd have, right. which is the, so, but I mean, the but, centerpiece of their act. Right. So yeah. my point was like it was insulting me, and the crowd laughed, and I'm like, "Why are they laughing? That is my act." I wanted mm-hmm. to be there and say, "No, that's what. Of course, that that is true." Mm-hmm. But it was like. That's the, kind of, that's the only kind of stuff that like I get but, mad about. I'm like, well, yes. But that's, that's not really the truth, is. though, because tonight half of your stuff is stand-up stuff, and there's but there's I think your back props. then I probably wouldn't have been. I got gotcha. Because I think back then I didn't have the confidence that I have to do the stand-up that I did now, that I do now. So back then it was that. But, it's props, but, props, but, props. But, 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 but that's what it was. And so I, I, got, I got hurt because I was like, that is, you know, mm-hmm. I've been out of shape. So with that said, no, being a prop comic is, 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 Let me ask is you this. fucking so, so, awesome. It's what made me be Carrot Top. Well, it makes you different from the rest. But, it, like, for example, wrestling-wise, the number one rule you learn is never check your gear. Like, you always have your boots and your tights. So no matter what happens, as long as you have your oh, carry-on, check your nuts. But, I mean, so do, is there ever, like, like do, would you put a couple things in your carry-on bag just in case? Nice. Like, I got nice, my five nice. or six good ones. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should have, man. <laughs> put the white Oscar in there. Put the uh, the Ellen DeGeneres uh, I, I coffee have, cup. I have thought of that. That's funny. I have thought of that. <laughs> that, that think of it. I think more of it now. Now, because I was doing a, a Regis and Kathy Lee back in the day. I lived in Charlotte, so it's got to have been 20 years ago when right. Regis and Kathy Lee were still doing the show. I had my trunk of stuff, and I had it all prepped and planned. It was like, you know, 20 killer props. And I go to the airport, and I give my my trunk, and they knew me back then really well. And I said, uh, please, I'm going to this TV show. Make sure this, this stuff gets on the plane, you know. I said, oh, my God, come on, Scott, please. I said, no, no, please make sure, double check, triple check, because I, I'm going. No, I can't make this up. So I go, I'm sitting, it's a U.S. Air. I'm sitting on the plane. It's like 7 in the morning, maybe even earlier than that, because I, I had to go tape it that morning. So I left at like 5.30 in the morning probably because it's a 9 o'clock taping. So I'm sitting on the plane. I have my coffee, and I look out the window, and I shit you not. I look out. And the the, the 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 conveyor belt going into the belly of the plane next to yeah. us, I see my f-ing trunk with flowers on it, right? So I go, what the fuck? Am I being punked? I go, what the f-? So I go, oh, my God. So I get up, and we're like, they already closed the door. I'm like, oh, please, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we're, we're leaving. Uh, please, please save your seats. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And the girl's like, sir, you have to sit down. We're on an active taxiway. So I said, okay, we're on an active taxiway. Wait, I said, hold on. My luggage is going on the plane next to us. <laughs> How do you know? It's a f- trunk with f- covered in flowers. And they're like, seriously, they're like, they're like, are you sure? I said, yes, it's right there. And I said, that's, that's my TV show. So luckily the pilot was a fan. They, he would knock on the door and the pilot was like, what? And they said, we have to stop. The carrot top stuff's going on the plane next to us. And they stopped the thing. I see them bring the trunk back down, put it on a pl- And it was like waiting. And I'm like. Well, that's pretty uh, rare. Literally, I'm like, so- sorry. <laughs> Prop comic. But I never forgot that i was like if that's I, pretty rare if they I did that never, if i had never even thought to glance out the window or whatever i was like holy shit there goes my there's your so, act yeah so thank god they pulled it they pulled it back and i got and i did the show and it was good and, but when you're first starting like you know on, on smaller uh are people tired of me talking yet no okay. this is great this is this is all genius every word you said oh god mr top has yeah. been genius do people Sounds like gene simmons yes <laughs> yes yes uh, did, did, how was it for you when you first show up, like in these smaller com- uh, comedy clubs, with, like giant prop cases? 
like you know, if, if some yeah, comedians just show up with a microphone, that's all they need. No. You need cases. I was I was one of a kind. I showed the, uh, the down in the, the improv, Bud Freeman. I came to the thing and Bill Maher and Jerry Seinfeld, and I had my tr- trunk of shit. Wow! And they would go. They'd say, I never forget, they'd say, do you do five, you do five, you do a trunk, you do five, you know. <laughs> and it was always, it was allotted by the, the how many trunks I had. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding you. I was you like, five I, minutes, you do five, you do five, you do ten minutes, you do a trunk. And I'm like, how much in your trunk? Five minutes, five minute trunk. Yeah. <laughs> you do but I would drag with... all my shit and they would, oh my God, it, it was crazy. Back, especially doing the comedy, comedy clubs in L.A., because it was, it was just, there was, you know, you're just doing guest sets, and you'd have to drag. I drag my stuff, and I'd sit with it, and go set it up, and have to, and then tear it down, and then wait for all the comics to get done, then bring it back, and then load it up, and then drag it to my truck. But I, and and every comic in the world back then used to tell me, you're not going to be doing this. You're not going to drag this shit the rest of your life. You're going to just have an act. Said, this is my act. Stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. So what? they did. They gave me shit all the time. They're like, you're not going to drag this shit. I said, no, I'm going to have people drag it. Yeah. So now, uh, I, have roadies. People, now I have people drag it. So. Is, is there some stuff that you think of that you, like, how do you find all these different props? You just go to Walmart and look for this, this, and this? Yeah, some or? I find and some I make, you know. some some. How some, do you make them? Just Yeah, I just make them, yeah. I have the idea, like the, the popcorn tub with the thing. Yeah. I, I have the idea. It's a, you know, the joke is uh, it's a popcorn tub for women when they go see Fifty Shades of Grey. So I'm thinking, what would that be? It's a popcorn tub with a finger that... <laughs> kind of goes like this you know and then i i draw it out i sketch it out and draw it and then i i go find the stuff to make it yeah i get a hand and i buy a popcorn tub and then i get a motor and then i literally build the motor into the hand and put a button and yeah how are you building motors in the hands are you like I know. A, my dad was an engineer yeah my dad was a nasa engineer so i got i got some of that from him i think yeah i guess i don't know you're still doing this yourself yeah I, even well, I have a guy that helps me but i still come up with them myself and then if it's something that's that's that hard i have um i have him build it yeah cause what's the hard. hardest prop you've ever had to make that was one it was kind of hard the popcorn you diddler know, i had a i have a, another one that was a uh thunder from none under it was a uh male torso with a dildo that that had, each nipple had a the butt this n- left nipple had a had a button you push that would make the dick go up and then the left one would make it shake so I go, and I go it's still backstage and it kills you you're right in the front the front row there's some girl in the front row and you go and it's brilliant it's great and if, if, if it works you're like god damn it and then I had one not work tonight the, the tampon purse didn't work so yeah. how did it not work yeah I don't know the, the, oh. I said the kids in sweatshop that one up, but yeah, well, yeah. The, 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 the shake weight, the shake weight with the yeah, with the, come, yeah, the out, jizz yeah. coming out yeah, worked. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that worked yeah, right. Thank you, thank you. It was brilliant. It was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Just a couple more questions. Uh, what's your uh, your your favorite prop that you've had? Oh man, I don't know. Is That's there one that like, like like let me let me refresh? Well, yeah, question. I have one. Go ahead. I, mean, I have a I have a couple. One one uh, George Carlin uh, uh, came up to me one time and said, "You met George Carlin." I knew George Carlin really. Wow, that's great. He was one of my heroes. I got to meet him, and uh, the the joke that I remember, I, I did a TV show. Where, I don't remember. It was, I think it was a Christmas special. And it was a whole bunch of comics, me and him, and a couple other people. And I did my set, and I came off, and he came over to me. And he's like, "That was funny as shit." And I said, "What?" You know, the whole you know the, my set. And I said, "Oh, cool." And he's like, "No, seriously, that was good shit, man." And I said, "Really?" I'm like, "Oh my god," I had a, a telephone. Uh, remember the pep- paper cups and string? Yeah. 
So it was a paper cup and string joke, I and mean, the joke was there's two cups and string with paper cups. And I used to go, "Hey, what's going on?" And I said, "This is you know this is the old version. We need an updated version of the paper cup and string for kids today." So another another cup came out for call waiting. So I was, "I have another call," and another cup came out. I said, "I'm on another call. I got to call you back." <laughs> And then three cups would come out, and I said, it's conference calling. And then I'd throw it, call forwarding. And then I had a clear cup. It's caller ID. I know you're there to pick up. And he was like, that's brilliant. That's shit. And he was like in my face, like, that's good shit, man. And I'll never forget that. So that's one of my that's favorite shows. It was clever and funny. And, and even Jerry Seinfeld uh, told me, had come to me one day and told me the same joke. He said, I like that paper cup joke you do. So, Which is amazing when those guys come and tell you that. Because now, now, yeah, now, you now, now you're validation. over. Yeah, you get that view, the validation. And then and, uh, and, uh, and, um, uh, Gary Shandling, I was on The Tonight Show, and uh, he was the guest – first guest and i was the second guest and and they, jay said uh you gonna you gonna thanks for coming he said no no i'm gonna i want to sing karen tom <laughs> and i came out and i did my what's his voice yeah i want to sing karen tom I, I, I forgot how he talks now but i used to do a good <laughs> i used to do a, i used to do a good gary shanley so he waited for me and i did my thing and i had a plate for bulimics and it was a plate it was a it was a toilet with a plate attached to it, so you could eat and throw up at the same time. And after he's like, "Play for bulimics," that was great. And so he was like, he was it was a validation of like, and I was young. I was like, "Wow, Jerry, Son- I mean, uh, uh, Gary Shandling, you know, l- watched and stayed and watched my act, and actually came over and commented afterwards. It was it was brilliant. So yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty uh, validating, like you said, like over the course of these. 20 years or 30 years years, where you were like oh it's the prop comedian now people are understanding how awesome it is what you do because you're the only guy that and there's other guys that does it but as far as guys of your level you are the uh the the peak of as far as prop there hasn't been one i really hasn't been another prop comic i I could think gallagher i told told, no i mean new ones there's nothing gallagher's pre me so he was my he was my hero right there's no other pro- I don't I haven't seen one so I don't think anyone wants to be a prop comic. <laughs> I think they're all like that shit you've had I don't want the yeah they, no they don't want to be they don't want the they don't want the harassment I don't blame them <laughs> you know I took a, t- t- a tough road <laughs> last question how did you get the name carrot top funny enough it was funny about that I, I I I thought of it my own I was I was a marketing major in uh in in school and um I had gone to do an open mic at the college they had a Whatever you can do, anything you can sing, dance, whatever. And I said, "Do you have any comedy?" And they said, "No." So I went up and just told joke jokes. So I told you know old jokes, like you know, does a joke like you know, old ladies yelling at her husband, "I'm tired of you talking behind my back and pushing me around. You're in a fucking wheelchair." <laughs> just jokes. And so I did those jokes. Any young man, yeah, yeah, ring. Yeah. And so I did that for a couple seasons at school, and people were like, "Wow, that's pretty funny." This you know comedian guy. I was going by Scott Thompson. Mm-hmm. And That'd so, be confused uh, with the kids in the right, hall, Scott right. Thompson. Right, right. And that's not even a joke, but it's when I thought back then, I said, I can't be Scott Thompson because it's already Scott Thompson. But, and that's the true thing. He's Sorry a real guy. famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. great comedian. So yeah. I said, I'm going to, ch- I got to change it up. And I, I remember thinking, Carrot Top. And, and I was called that a few times, but not that many times. Did you times. have red hair? Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't that many times, but I did the thought Carrot Top. So I drew this little logo in my dorm room, and I drew Carrot Top. And I, it was kind of like the old figures. The bathroom used to be a symbol of a man with a with a round head and a and a girl had the skirt and the guy had the thing. So I did the exact same thing. I put the round head with the thing except I said carrot top. It was a carrot instead of a thing. Right. I remember my my roommate said. Uh, I said, look, I, what's that? I said, it's my 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 logo. 
And he's like, your logo? And I said, yeah. He says, for what? And I said, when, I'm, when I become, you know, like the Stones or Grateful Dead, I have my logo. You don't have an act. I said, I know, but I have a logo. <laughs> right. And I run, not even joking, I had a logo before I had an act. <laughs> and all these comics, Dan Whitney, Larry the Cable Guy, all these guys, they gave me so much shit. They're like, I used to put my logo in my, in my, my trunk lid. And they said, what, did you have a fucking logo? And I said, yeah, why not? <laughs> so when people left the club, they remembered Carrot Top. And it was, anyway, it is funny thinking back 30 years ago that I, when I came up with this stupid thing, that it stuck and it worked because it really was kind of a silly idea. And now you have your own room in Vinnie Paul's dorm room. Yes. The Vinnie, yeah, 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 yeah. How many times has Vinnie, has Vinnie come to see you? Oh, I'm not kidding you. Hundreds. Hundreds. He actually, I've been hundreds. to see Carrot Top 167 times. That was like two years, four, three uh, years no, ago. I'm not kidding you. He's hundreds, probably been... hundreds. And he, he does, it's free, so that's why he comes a lot. <laughs> but he does come a lot. He does come a lot. God bless Vinny. Oh, he's a good man. Dude, last question. Who's your favorite band of You all said time? your last question before. My, my, favorite, my favorite band? Yeah. Queen. For sure. Queen of all time. Oh, all well time. Used to be the Stones. Used to be the Stones until I met Roger, and then I got to meet. I, unfortunately, I never got to meet Freddie Mercury, but uh, Queen. Hey, look, right there. Look, that's right there. I, I see that. Right it's, I it's the right picture there. right there. Queen. Dude, thank you so much, man. Thanks for it's having me, blast, man. Dude. That was fun. That was a blast. Cool, thank cool. you, man. Hope you had that recorded. We're shaking hands. Oh, get impressed. Record what? <laughs> if you're in Vegas, you really need to go see Carrot Top's show at the Luxor. It's hilarious. Prop comedy at its finest. He throws everything up against the wall. Some of it sticks. Some of it doesn't. But it's all funny. After uh, if the show is done, you'll be laughing. I guarantee it. He does six shows a week at the Luxor, and you can get ticket information at CarrotTop.com. It's a combination uh, comedy show and rock show, and it's a lot of fun. So thanks to Carrot Top, great guy, and thanks to you guys for supporting all of the amazing Talk Is Jericho sponsors, including the one who's been with this show since the very first episode Amazon. Please use the Talk is Jericho Amazon links whenever you do any online shopping. Easiest way to support the show. All my Amazon links are at podcast1.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner of the page. Eh? Then hit the Talk is Jericho button. I got Amazon links for the USA, the UK, the Canada. Eh? Every time you use these links, Amazon kicks back a small percentage to this show to help us cover production costs. You can buy anything you want on Amazon. As a matter of fact, be a Jer- uh, Talk is Jericho Amazon warrior. Post a picture of what you've bought on Amazon on the Twitter at Talk is Jericho, and I will retweet it and I will follow you. I want to see what you buy at Amazon because you can get anything. Remember, go to podcastone.com, click on the killer deals button in the top right corner of the page, then hit the Talk is Jericho button. Send me the pics of what you're buying and uh, I will post them. Okay. And thanks to all my other great sponsors, including ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. Use the DDP Yoga Now app. Harry's.com. Use my promo code Jericho to get five bucks off your auditor. Switch driver, go to workswitchdriver.com. Use the promo code Chris to get 10% off and free shipping. I enjoy my uh, switch driver. It really works. I'm very excited to have it. And also there's TrueCar and also Geico. Use all the sponsors. Check it out. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button at iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, you won't miss any of the crazy rock and roll stories, wrestling stories, comedians, paranormal, uh, athletes, uh, b- b- porno stars, porn, porno stars, porn stars. All of them are here on Talk is Jericho. Just hit the subscribe button. Leave a five-star rating and a comment or two. I really do read the comments. And your ratings and reviews are what's going to get this podcast to number one on the iTunes chart. Okay? Help out Talk is Jericho. Help us get to number one. Tell all your friends about us. And subscribe on iTunes as well. Thank you for listening. Keep listening for the 60-second AP News headlines coming up next. Stay hard. Stay hungry. Peace, love, and hugs. And this Friday, the, uh, the patriarch, the oldest brother of the Hart family, Brett's brother, Natty's uncle, Smith Hart, will be here. And boy, oh boy, 
is he ever a character? I'll tell you right now. He is uh, He's a heart. I'll tell you that. It's a, it's a tremendous show. Uh, talking all about the most famous family in the pro wrestling business. Smith Hart will be here on Friday. We'll see you then. And a big, yeah, boy. You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com.